For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's news talk station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Hope that the day is starting off right for you. And I want to say good morning not only to all of the humans out there listening today, but I also want to say good morning to all the bears that are out there listening. Because the bears are here, the bears are on the south coast, and we don't want them to feel left out, right? We welcome you, bears. Just, you know, be respectful of our property and we'll be respectful of your right to to wander around through the south coast. Yesterday, we talked about how the bears had made it into Asonet and Fall River kind of around the uh, the Freetown State Forest area. And now the bears have actually made it further south. When I got off the air yesterday and Marcus and Chris took over, by that point we learned that uh, there had been a bear sighting on Collins Corner Road in Dartmouth. And then later on Monday, the bear finally made it to New Bedford. There was a bear sighting that happened uh, up in the... In the area near the park and ride off Mount Pleasant Street. I don't know if the bear was trying to go to Wendy's or Burger King or McDonald's. They got all of them up there in that corner, right? They're all up in that area. Maybe the bear was trying to get himself over to, to Gary's Best for some hot dogs. It's funny because my, my friend Stephanie, who loves wildlife... And loves to feed all the animals that come to her backyard. Is worried if the bear is going to show up in her backyard now. It's like don't don't leave the food out, <laughs> and you won't have an issue. And that's that's the best advice that we can give to all of you out there: is don't leave your bird feeders out. Don't leave any dog food or cat food out there. If you have chickens or if you have beehives, make sure that those are protected. And secure your trash. Really, that's all that you can do. And if you do all those things, if the bear does show up in your yard, oh, and keep your pets inside too. Don't leave them outside unattended. If you do all those things and the bear does show up in your yard, the bear is just going to wander on through because you don't have anything that interests the bear. And for the most part, I'm going to guess that the bear is going to not care about you unless you have food in your hands. But if you do happen to encounter the bear, as they say, you know, make noise, back away slowly, don't run, because then the bear thinks that you're something worth chasing. But if you make a lot of noise and slowly back away, you should be able to remove yourself from a 
bear situation. But now the bear is in New Bedford, and I'm listen. I'm gonna. I've got an open invite policy. Bear, if you're in Fairhaven, or bears, if you're in Fairhaven and you want to stop by the studio, come on by. We'll put you on the air, and we'll find out exactly what you're doing down here. I mean, maybe they're just planning on spending Memorial Day weekend on the South Coast. Maybe they want to come. Maybe they're trying to get to the Cape. Maybe maybe it's the infamous Cape Cod bear, and he's just taking a different route. Maybe he's trying to get to a summer place on the Cape, and he thought he would take the scenic path through the South Coast. But the bottom line is, they're here. And I don't know that we had so many sightings. We've had sightings all over in recent years, but I don't know if we've had such direct sightings in, in New Bedford and Fall River. I know it's kind of rural up there at the end of Mount Pleasant Street, but the bears are making his way down. I mean, will we see the bear walking through downtown? Will the bear stop for a burrito at No Problemo? Maybe the bear wants to go check out the uh, offshore wind components down on the waterfront. There's a lot of things that could interest the bear. 508-996-0500 is the number if you want to call in and chime in. You can also send us an app chat message on the WBSM app or an open line voicemail on the WBSM app. And there's another topic that I want to discuss this morning, which is how drivers are literally getting screwed in Freetown. And I'll tell you what that means uh, coming up in just a bit. But right now, let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Sam. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I uh, found out, I got a little information for you. Uh, the reason why the bears are here and, and is they're here for the stimulus checks. <laughs> It's the only reason the benefits of stimulus checks, and that's why they're here. Well, unfortunately, yeah. we we have a cave shortage uh, in this area for them to be able to to have housing. So <laughs> they're they're not picky; they'll take anything. <laughs> I don't blame them. I can't believe that they're this funny to come down this far. I mean, think about it, and uh, and in order to get down this far, you know, the last time, most of them up like in in, the, in like. Um, uh, like the Greenfield area around that, mm-hmm. but that, that's a that's a big jump from there down to here too. Yeah, looking yeah. at the at the Mass Wildlife map, which uh, apparently they haven't updated uh, in a while, but it says you know obviously the the western part of the state is where their the bears are located, and then there's what they call kind of the bear expansion area, which only goes to about Worcester or so. And here we are mm-hmm. having these numerous sightings every year down this way, and they they're reluctant to admit that the bears are starting to come this far down south. That's amazing. That really is amazing. You know, what's the general yeah. rule of thumb with wildlife, too? It's if you see one, you got to assume there's four or five more there's that you're more, not there's seeing. Definitely more. There's definitely more, yeah. Yeah, there's def- definitely more. And they're, and they're, and if they're being seen down here, then they're definitely being seen. You know, they've got to be seen like up in like the Norton no, no, area, I guess it is. Um, like Norwood around there? Is it Norwood or Norton? Norwood, right? Well, I know yeah, Norton and, and Mansfield and Taunton, they, the bears were up there earlier this week or last week. 
Yeah. Wow, that's, that's crazy. That's really amazing. And, and someone posted, because I've been following the story that I'll get into about the Freetown Screws, and I was in one of the Freetown Facebook groups yesterday, and someone commented that they were driving down Route 140, and they saw the bear poke, poking out of the, the woods on the side of the highway. Really? Which, really? you know, it's one thing if you've got a bear lumbering through your yard when nobody's in your backyard. You know, it's kind of fun, kind of cool. It's a different thing when a giant bear is running across the highway and you have to slam on your brakes. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be. They do a lot of damage to a car. You know, I'm sure they would. Yeah, lot, and, the the one that was running around, I forget if it was last year or the year before, but he got taken out by a van in, in Marion right. and did some, did some damage. That's right. You know, yesterday you asked about bear stories, mm-hmm. and I called in. I told you about the, being chased by one near the dumpster there mm-hmm. in Hampshire. And uh, but I also want to share an alligator story. Okay, I get I get chased by one of those too once down in Florida, and uh, I was scuba diving in one of these ponds that day. It's a campsite area, and these people that brought me. I was down there staying with some friends, and they brought me to this place. It was a great place to go scuba diving. They said, and so it's a really good sized pond. And in the middle of the pond, there was a, uh, a a well that was about 60 feet deep. Most of the pond was probably only about 70 feet deep. But you could see this well, and it was colored with turquoise-looking stone in it. And as I started diving out there, somebody came alongside of me and started yelling at me, told me I better get out of there pretty fast because there's a gang gator chasing me. So I, said, so I said, I guess you're right. I guess I will, too. And sure enough, there was an alligator swimming towards me. And... Uh, and they swim pretty fast, I'll tell you that. And I, I didn't waste any time getting out of there. Um, I, I could not imagine being chased by one of those. That's as close as I wanted to be to a gator, you know. And, uh, yeah, and, and I'm glad we don't have those up here. That's all I can say. Well, there, there, there was the Fall River alligator. Don't forget about that. That was, uh, I forget what year that was. It was it was about 15 years ago or so. But somebody had, somebody had dumped a, an alligator in the area of where 24 and... Uh, 195 meet, and you're heading south down 24, like toward Newport. Oh, the uh, 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 Pond? No, uh, it was actually right in the in the off ramp area. There's like a couple of ramps there, and there's like a, mar- a marshy area in the middle of it. And somebody just dumped an alligator right there, and and uh, the wildlife folks had to come and take it away. You're kidding me! Oh, you're kidding. They would not survive. Well, they can survive in cold weather, but but I don't think they can survive in freezing weather. But then again, we're not getting that cold weather. I feel like we used to too. Yeah, you know? maybe maybe the alligators are next. You know, first the bears, then the alligators. Goodness, boy, that's crazy. Then tigers. Who knows what? Else, who knows what else is coming? <laughs> who knows? Is right. All right. Hey, keep up the good work, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks Have a good day. day. And sure. we have another call here: five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning, Tim. What's going on, John? Yeah, just driving along down the Cape right now. I am keeping my eyes peeled for any bears down here. Uh, what do you think? They're making their way to the islands? Uh, who knows? Oh, maybe, maybe up on the ferry. Maybe they got themselves an Airbnb. Oh wait, they don't allow those <laughs> over there. <laughs> they don't allow Airbnbs on the Cape. Uh, no, they don't allow bear Airbnbs. Oh, oh. Oh, Airbnbs. I was going. Oh, no, I, I, wasn't there a story about there that they were they didn't pass to have uh, short term rentals like Airbnb on on the islands? I thought that was something that islands? I saw in the news. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't really keep up with the stuff that goes on the island. The only thing I kept up on was that whole thing with the immigrants getting flown over there. But that that was the only thing I really kept up on. But yeah, no, it's kind of funny though. I mean, I I, I don't know how far down they're getting. I actually I actually for the first time was. Kind of 
I don't want to say nervous, but I was more of, you know, uh, on the lookout last night when I brought my dogs out at 9.30 last night. You know well, I mean, I bring them down, down in the neighborhood for a walk towards the water and behave, and I'm, I see... I was just, I was just keeping my eyes out. I'm like, oh man, I'm like. <laughs> but you're, you're you also know? on the highways early in the morning too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm, I'm shooting down 28 right now. Um, just passed over the, what's that? The, um, that's not the Sagamore Bridge. That's the Bourne Bridge, right? Tw- right 28, yeah, 28 is Bourne Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at now. But it's, I haven't, I haven't seen any down here. You know, I, I don't think they're gonna come down this far. I mean, how the hell are they going to get over here? They're either going to swim over the canal or they're going to be crossing over the bridge. You know, I see. Other, well, you know? that's that's the thing. There was the Cape Cod bear a couple of years ago that they actually caught him on surveillance footage walking over the bridge. Oh, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and it was multiple times. It wasn't just once. He had, fig- really? he had figured out because the currents of the, of the, as you know, the canal currents are pretty strong. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to yeah. swim that if you don't have to. Why, why would you swim it if you could just take the bridge? It's amazing how smart these freaking animals are, man. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just, it's, it's crazy. He probably sat down at that canal, too, looking at that water. You know what I mean? And then figured, oh, I can't cross that. You know what I mean? And you're probably right. He did He did probably take the you know take the bridge out of uh, discomfort from taking the, the, the canal, you know? He, he was originally going to take the train bridge, but it took too long to come down, so he decided to go take the regular bridge instead. <laughs> oh, it's nuts. I'm telling you. I can't wait to hear where, where, where this bear's going to go next. And and what's interesting too is like as far as I can tell because I haven't seen anything from Mass Wildlife about this, I don't think anybody's tagged this bear, so we don't know if it's the same bear that's going from one spot to another. It, chances are it isn't. You'd think that that with the technology that we have nowadays, they could trank that bear, okay, tranquilize it, throw a chip in it, and watch where it migrates and gather data from it. You know what I mean? And get, and, and put out a like almost like a study about it. You know where, where it's where it's migrating from. I mean, they may be doing it, and they just haven't been public about it, but, um, you know, it seems to me like that would be the first thing that you'd want to do. But it's it's funny, the silence that we get from Mass Wildlife on this outside of, you know, they give us the the um, the list of things to do if, if you want to bear-proof your home or things to do if you encounter yeah. a bear, but there's no talk about what's actually going on. I'm. It's almost like they're trying to, I, I think they're trying to play this as if this is just common. You know, they're not going to put out something about, you know, watch out for all the turkeys around, so they just want us to kind of get acclimated to, uh, to the idea that bears will be around. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I was, when I was bringing my dogs out last night, you know, I was walking down the neighborhood and I, I just happen to see one of my, I don't want to say she's elderly because she's really not. She's probably, but maybe, maybe in her late seventies, you know, and, um, but she's, in, she's in, in pretty tip top shape of being, a, you know, in, in her, in her late seventies. But I seen her, um, her, I was walking by her driveway and I saw, oh, you want to laugh? I saw a, a big giant stuffed animal bear sitting on top of her, her, her garbage bin. <laughs> <laughs> you figure this bear's going to jump up there and he's going to get scared. You know what? He's gonna be. He's gonna go, oh no! You know, he's jump off. Or he's, I don't know if that was way of a way of bear proofing her her, uh, her her garbage bin. You know, but <laughs> it probably scares I, away the raccoons. I almost got scared. I like I, at first I had to do a double take, and I'm like, whoa! Like I jumped back, and I was like, oh, it's just a stuffed bear. You know, I was like, holy That's, crap! It's it actually very smart thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Well, All right, uh, I, I want you to stay tuned too, yeah. John, because I got a story coming up as a truck driver. I think will interest you. Okay, I will. I'll be, I'll be listening. You know All right. right. You have a good day. All right. You too. And uh, let's see if we can take one more call here, and then i got to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Shawnee. How are you? 
Hanging in. Um, can you tell me where the beer was in New Bedford? It was at the end of Mount Pleasant Street, like up toward the park and ride. I don't know if you know oh where that is God, up there. That's near me. That's really. I'm sorry, sorry to have to tell you that. Then yeah. So it was seen. Let me see because uh, Gazelle has an article up. Let me see if I can get the exact. Um, this person, John DeBurgo, that he talked to and captured this video was uh, walking in the area of Mount Pleasant Street by Lang Street. Wow. Near the, the giant they, near the giant tank, it says. That's the last time they saw it? That was last evening, uh, about 7.30 p.m. last night. And no one knows where they are yet, where he is yet? I haven't heard anything uh, this morning yet, but I'm sure what usually happens is people get up around this time, they take the dog out, they take their morning walk, then they encounter the bear, and then they go on Facebook, and then they post about it. So, you know, like around 8, 9, 10 o'clock, we'll start hearing reports about where it is now. I'm not going to take my walk then for a while. <laughs> okay. I mean, what you what you could do is you could just dress up as something that would scare a bear. You know, wear like a Bigfoot costume as you walk around. Maybe that'll scare the bear away. Oh, yeah, right. Or maybe it'll <laughs> want to marry you, one or the other. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you have a good day. You too, bye. And uh, 508-996-0500, we will certainly be talking more about the bear today. And listen, I know for a lot of folks out there, you're thinking to yourself, it's just a bear. So what? There's bears around. So what? What's the big deal? It's exciting. It's fun. It's nice. As as Chris pointed out yesterday, Chris McCarthy, it's nice to see that the wildlife is coming back. And it's nice to know that, you know, these animals that had avoided this area, that we had kind of chased out of this area and killed off in this area, want to return to this area. So... Is If we have to learn to live with bears, we'll learn to live with bears. People live with bears all over the country, all over the world. They don't have a problem. So I think we'll learn. It's just for now, it's fresh, exciting, it's different, it's weird, it's unique. And maybe in a couple of years, we won't be talking about this anymore. Maybe it'll just be up yep, bear season. Watch out. The bears are out there. And that'll be all. But for right now, it's exciting for people. They get excited when they open up the window and they look out in the yard and they see the bear or they capture the bear on their ring camera. But we'll we'll take a break. We'll come back. Kate's going to have the news coming up for you in a few moments. And then we'll get into the story out of Freetown, which if you drive through Freetown in the Asonet area, especially in the area of some of the, uh, the industrial businesses out there, the commercial businesses out there, you're going to want to pay attention to the story because drivers are literally getting screwed out there. We'll be right back. And back to the bears, right? We'll talk more about that throughout the course of the morning. And I also will share that story with you coming up after the news about what's happening out in Freetown. And this is this is something that I think is um, a very heinous act on the part of someone. And apparently it's been going on for a while and I've reached out to the Freetown police to find out more about it, but I haven't seen any posts from them about it on social media. Uh, I'm sure that Chief Abbott will get back to me at some point today. I had actually uh, emailed him last evening, so he probably won't see it until this morning. Uh, and I'm sure he'll get back to me. But as I've been saying, drivers are literally getting screwed out in Freetown because someone is dumping screws in the road. And not just a couple here and there large handfuls of what are apparently pretty expensive screws. 
And we'll get into all the theories that some of the residents have about what's going on out there in Freetown. And we'll take your phone calls on it as well at 508-996-0500. And if you've, if you've been out there in Freetown and you've had a tire damaged by one of these screws, do me a favor. Open up the WBSM app. Send me a photo of the damage that was done because I'm putting together a little gallery of some of these because it's happened so much. There's been so many people who have had this happen to them now. And their tires aren't cheap. If you've bought a tire recently, you know that tires are not cheap in any way. I mean, even if you go and you buy secondhand tires like I do, they're not that cheap. And you don't want to buy them and then two weeks later have to go and buy them again because somebody out there is doing something that is just a a horrible act. So be careful if you're out there, but we'll talk more about that when we come back from the news. Right now, let's go into the WBSM newsroom with Kate Robinson. TikTok is suing Montana over its new law banning the app. The law prohibits Chinese-owned TikTok from operating in the state and doesn't allow residents to download the app to their phones. Lawyers for TikTok say the Montana law violates the First Amendment. The Secret Service says a vehicle crash near the White House may have been intentional. Michael Kastner reports. Officers detained a U-Haul driver last night after the truck slammed into security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square. According to U.S. Park Police, he was arrested on multiple charges, including threatening to kill, kidnap, or harm a president, vice president, or family member. While no one was hurt during the chaotic incident, nearby hotels were evacuated to ensure there were no explosives that could pose a threat. I'm Michael Kastner. Former President Trump will make a virtual appearance today in a Manhattan court in its criminal fraud case. Trump has pleaded not guilty to more than 30 counts of falsifying business records. His appearance is scheduled to make sure he understands he's not allowed to share any evidence shared by the district attorney on social media. A bill prohibiting Texas colleges and universities from maintaining diversity, equity, and inclusion offices has the initial approval of the Texas House. State reps passed the bill on Friday with a vote of 83 to 60. Senate Bill 17 would also ban higher education institutions in Texas from requiring DEI training and DEI statements. The bill defines a DEI office as one whose policies, procedures, trainings, programs, or activities provide different treatment to people based on race, sex, color, or ethnicity. The tick-borne Powassan virus is blamed for a death in Maine. More from Mark Mayfield. The CDC says Powassan virus is rare, just 25 cases a year in America, but the symptoms can be severe. The person who died in Maine last week had neurological complications. The disease is spread by infected ticks who jump from deer or woodchucks to people. Experts say the best way to protect yourself is to use tick repellent containing 20% DEET and to wear long sleeve shirts and pants that you tuck into your boots when you're hiking. The CDC also recommends wearing light-colored clothes so it's easier to spot a tick and to remove it. I'm Mark Mayfield. A man's death in a Georgia jail cell last year is being called a homicide caused by severe neglect and being eaten alive by bedbugs. The family of 35-year-old LaShawn Thompson said Monday that an independent medical review determined his manner of death. Thompson had been in custody on a misdemeanor assault charge and was housed in the psychiatric wing of the jail due to mental health issues. 
Police in Spain have detained four people suspected of hanging an effigy of Brazilian Real Madrid player Vinicius Jr. from a bridge in Madrid. The figure appeared in, in January ahead of a match between Real and their rivals in the capital, Atletico. It was hung by its neck under a banner saying Madrid hates Real. Racism in international soccer came to a head over the weekend after Real Madrid lodged a hate crime complaint due to racial abuse. Real's match in Valencia on Sunday was paused in the second half when Vinicius reported opposition fans to the referee. Actor Ray Stevenson is dead at 58. Variety reports that he died Sunday in Italy. The Irish actor starred in films including the Thor films, King Arthur, RRR, and Punisher War Zone. The last known Taiwanese comfort woman from World War II has died aged 92, according to a Taipei anti-sex trafficking group. Comfort women were forced to work in the Japanese Army's wartime brothels between 1932 and 1945. Activists estimate 200,000 people from occupied territories were forced into sexual slavery, including about 2,000 women in Taiwan. And in sports, the Lakers are out, and the Denver Nuggets have punched their ticket to the NBA Finals for the first time ever. The Nuggets came back from a 15-point halftime deficit to take down the LA Lakers 113-111 in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals at Crypto.com Arena. The Nuggets advanced to face either the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics in the Finals. Game four of the Eastern Conference Finals is tonight at 8.30, and everyone will be watching to see if the Celtics can beat the Heat. Miami leads the series 3-0. And the Red Sox lost 2-1 to to the Los Angeles Angels last night. They'll try again tonight. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6. We're going to be warming up nicely today. This high-pressure system is in place, and that's going to allow us for nice, pleasant temperatures today and tomorrow. For today, we're going to reach a high in the mid-60s. Overnight tonight, about 40 degrees. And for tomorrow, even warmer, high of 67. But in the evening time, we do have some quick-passing evening scattered showers with a cold front that's going to move through to dip our temperatures down a bit for Thursday. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 45 degrees and sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And welcome back in. So I told you I would tell you about this story going on in Freetown, uh, which I really can't believe. We'll get into that in just a moment. But it, the fact of how long it's been going on is what astounds me more than anything. But let me just read a couple of quick app chat messages that have come in. And, of course, if you have the WBSM app, you can send app chat messages right into the studio all you have to do is open it up, hit, hit that app chat button in the middle of your screen, and send us a text. You can choose what show you want to send it to. It'll naturally default to whatever show is on the air. But if you want to send it to me and it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you can just go in there and choose the Tim Weisberg show, and uh, and I'll be able to see it. And the good thing about it is we can send you an, uh, an app 
message back. So we don't you don't have to wait for us to be on the air the next day for us to respond. But we have a couple that have come in. Uh, not bad in Oak Bluff says, Tim, short-term rentals are alive and well on the vineyard. However, they are taxed heavily since the short-term rental tax bill was codified in 2018 and went into effect in 2019. Martha's Vineyard Towns have accumulated millions of dollars from the state-mandated 5.7% lodging fee on top of enforcing municipal fees, ranging from 4 to 6% on short-term rentals. And I think I think now that I think about it, I think it was Nantucket that was looking into blocking them but uh, i could i could have those that i could have that wrong in my brain uh alan somerset says tim this can't be the same bear everywhere he travels more than i do i'm waiting to see one in somerset also tim what is your view on tim scott he seems like a somewhat down-to-earth guy uh that's what i read about him yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm excited to have somebody in the republican side of the race and you know we'll have multiple candidates that are like this as more and more candidates announce but I'm excited to have some in, in it that are a little bit more moderate and that might appeal to some of those disillusioned voters who – and it could be disillusioned voters on either side who are turned off by some of the extremism of some of these candidates, those who are too far left, those who are too far right. And even if these moderate candidates in the middle don't make it to the end, if they're not the final – well, I guess the final Republican because – It'll probably be Joe Biden on the other side. At least they'll bring about some attention to more moderate issues. I think that there's, I think the the appetite for having somebody going too far one way or the other has swung back toward the middle, and that's why you saw what happened in the midterms. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the the way that I feel about it at this time of year, or this time of the process, I should say, in the election, the more the merrier. You know, I never really get upset when people announce and then they they don't stay in the race or um, they form exploratory committees and maybe don't end up following through on it. I think the more people that explore the idea and the more people that might take part in the process, the better off the process is as a result of it. Now, we'll see what happens. We'll see how much headway those candidates can make, but... A lot of times, you know, it's the it's the people who announce three, four times for president running for president that actually end up eventually getting the party nomination. So we'll see. Uh, so let me get back to this Freetown story. And this is something that I caught wind of it through going on to the local Facebook groups, uh, which I've been a member of for a long time. But I'm I'm in there trying to track down information about the bear. Because, as you know, the bear was seen in a sonnet on Saturday. So I was in there looking for any information. Maybe some photos. Maybe somebody caught some video. Maybe somebody had a first-hand encounter with the bear. Because the Fall River Police put up some photos on, on uh, Sunday from the bear being in Fall River. But a sonnet, which it was Freetown Animal Control that posted about it, neither them nor the police put up any photos. So I said, somebody must have caught this thing on a on a ring camera for them to have known that it was out there. So I was looking for any photos or video of, of the bear. And what I saw was a bunch of photos of people holding up screws in their hands, wood screws. I was like, what is this all about? And so I started looking into it more. And apparently for, and I reached out to uh, Charles Makehomer of the, uh, of the Freetown Highway Department. And he said, 
and you can read about this and see photos at WBSM.com and on the app. He says, we have picked up multiple handfuls of screws on a daily basis, he told me. It started approximately three weeks ago. The highway department makes three to five sweeps per day. And it's on the stretch of road from, you know, South Main Street, which you come right off Route 24. And there's the uh, Stop and Shop Distribution Center. That's like off South Main Street. And there's a road around that area that connects with South Main uh, called Narrows Road. And a little bit down there, that's where Copacut Road connects to go out into the state forest. And this whole area is, you know, industrial commercial area. And the trucks are supposed to use Innovation Way. They're supposed to come off the highway at a different exit off Route 24 and use Innovation Way and come up South Main Street that way, which I think is from the south. But it's quicker to come off the highway at the exit that's before that, say if you're coming, if you're heading south on 24. Because then when you get on South Main Street, it's a much shorter distance to get to the Stop and Shop Distribution Center. So the belief is, the theory is, that somebody is upset with the trucks that go down the road that aren't supposed to go down the road in that area, and they're throwing screws out onto the road to blow the tires of the trucks or to, you know, damage the tires of the trucks. And instead, it's the residents who live in the area who drive through that area, who are having to replace their tires and patch their tires and spend hundreds of dollars on tires. And it's only been recently that this is really kind of, people have kind of caught on to the, wait a minute, I thought I just drove over a nail or a screw or something, but what do you mean people are, somebody's intentionally throwing these out there in the road? So somebody is doing this on purpose. It has to be. Now the police have not commented on it that I have seen. I did reach out to Chief Abbott and I asked for, you know, any kind of statement they can offer on it. If there's any investigation ongoing into it, if they have a suspicion about what's going on. But meanwhile, thousands of dollars of damage have been done. Tens of thousands of dollars probably. And this person just keeps doing it because as, as, as Charles Maycomber told me, the highway department goes out three to five times a day to pick up these screws. And residents go out there on their own and pick up the screws. Now, some people in the in the Facebook group are positing that it might be that somebody has a, a bunch of ne- uh, screws in their truck and they're falling off the truck or they have a hole in the bed of their truck and they're falling out of the truck. Well, yeah, but that person would have to go by that area multiple times a day and have that happening for three weeks and not have realized where all my screws go. And as some folks have pointed out, and you can see photos of them at WBSM.com and on the app, as some people have pointed out, these are not cheap screws. If you just wanted to blow somebody's tire on purpose, why wouldn't you just throw out roofing nails? Throw out something that's a lot cheaper than these screws. So interesting questions on, on both sides, no matter how you feel about what's going on and what you suspect is going on. But I want to hear your horror stories. Uh, if you Freetowners are out there listening and you've had this happen to you, Give me a call, 508-996-0500. Right now, though, I have to take my next break.
And you know, we are talking about how much these tire blowouts from somebody throwing screws in the road are going to cost Freetown residents, but at least we can help them save a little bit of of money on going out to eat. And we can do that at SeizeTheDeal.com because we have a whole bunch of great deals up there for you. Right now, if you go to SeizeTheDeal.com, you can get $50 in gift certificates to Mimi's Kitchen in New Bedford for just $25. That's available right now. Uh, We also have, you can get $50 $50 to Taqueria La Raza for $25, $50 to Festiva Buffet in Fairhaven for $25, $30 for Peyton's for 15 bucks. so many more. Yaz Chicken, Buddies and Brother, Mr. Chicken, Bridgeview Grill, Yozakura Sushi, those are all up there right now. Half-price deals for you to be able to get at SeizeTheDeal.com. Also coming soon, we have a $25 gift certificate to Honeydew Donuts for just $12.50. We have $20 to Sonic for just 10 bucks, and we have $50 to Uptown Food and Spirits for just $25. Those will be available soon, but right now there are a number of great deals available for you at SeizeTheDeal.com. I recommend making it your homepage so that every morning when you wake up and you go on the Internet and you click, whether it's on your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, however you decide to look at the Internet uh, first thing during your day, Make SeizeTheDeal.com that homepage so that when you open it up, you see all of those great deals and you can jump on them before they're gone. Many of the deals go on sale at 9 a.m. Sometimes they go on sale later in the day. It all depends on, you know, if there's a, a special broadcast associated with it. And, of course, Fun 107 just had their, their restaurant week last week where they were out at different restaurants every day with the morning show. So that means you, even though you're... Our WBSM morning audience, you still benefit from that because those seize the deals are still available for you to be able to seize for yourself. So check it out, seizethedeal.com. I guarantee you'll find a great deal on a place that you will love to go out to eat at. All right, why don't we take our final break of the hour? And when we come back, we can wrap it up with some more phone calls. And then, of course, after the news, we'll talk more with you as well. But right now, we've got bears that are roaming through the yards, we've got screws that are all over the road. What's going on in the South Coast? It sounds like uh, we've got everything happening all at once. But uh, we'll talk more about it coming up in just a few. All right. We'll be heading into the newsroom in just a few moments. We'll get all the national and international headlines from ABC News. And then Kate Robinson will have all of your local South Coast news. And, of course, we can react to it on the other side. Uh, Not Bad and Oak Bluffs sent in a message on App Chat on the WBSM app. Tim, you are correct. It was Nantucket that tried to block short-term rentals. At this year's Nantucket Town meeting, folks voted 378 to 558 against the controversial short-term rental article, soundly defeating the proposal after a lengthy debate about the zoning regulations and their potential impact. So short-term rentals, okay, uh, but also, you know, I can't fault Nantucket too much because they voted for the uh, topless beaches. So... That was, uh, and that was a, a friend of mine that was pushing for that. So that's why I was so supportive of it. I don't really care either way. You want to take your shirt off at the beach? Fine, go ahead. But the reasons for her campaign were beyond just being able to wa- have women be able to walk around topless, topless on the beach. Um, so she's somebody who has pushed for women's rights and all kinds of interesting topics over there on Nantucket. And also, she is somebody who teaches some controversial stuff. So check her out. Dorothy Stover. Uh, you know, Phil was a fan of Naughty Dotty, and he had her on a few times on his morning show talking about all of that. So uh, we will certainly talk more about bears because that's... 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.